I'm Aaron Schachter, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Facebook has finally gone public. Trading began today in shares of the social networking behemoth. Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg rang the opening Nasdaq bell, surrounded by a cheering crowd at his company's headquarters in California. The initial share price put Facebook's value at more than $100 billion. One man, besides Zuckerberg, who is likely to be celebrating is Russian businessman Alisher Usmanov. Three years ago, he and his business associates bought almost 10% of Facebook. They invested $900 million, which at today's IPO price would be worth somewhere around $6 billion. Karina Alexanian is with Harvard University's Berkman Center for Internet and Society. We asked her to describe Usmanov for us. He is a industrial magnet in Russia, and he and Yuri Milner, who works with Digital Sky Technologies, have invested a lot in Silicon Valley. In fact, you can be said that the Russian investment really helped fuel the resurgence of Silicon Valley here in the past couple of years. In particular, they have been aware of the value of social media because social media has a strong history in Russia. But uh, Facebook isn't very popular there, though, is it? No, Facebook isn't popular in Russia yet. Um, They actually didn't go into Russia until 2010. But uh, Russians have been using social media and social networking for a long time. Um, Social media appeared in Russia around 2000 with LiveJournal, which is sort of a blogging platform that combines the features of blogs and social networks. What it did is that it allowed social media to develop in terms of the long-form journals entries of blogs and the kind of in-depth content and as well the interpersonal connections afforded through social networking. And it established a community of people who were active in public discourse in Russia, but also were familiar with social networks. And that came on the scene in 2000, which is around the time that the internet appeared in Russia. And so the internet and social media in Russia has really evolved hand in hand from the outset. And how open are, are the social networks in Russia? I mean, certainly if, if we look on the streets these days, it looks like uh, free speech is being clamped down on. Is that true online as well? Well, what happens in Russia is that there's a distinction between traditional media and online media. So television is very government controlled and the majority of the populace in Russia is, is getting its information from television. But online media are very free. Uh, It can be said that that was the case because they're sort of marginalized. But as they grow in popularity, I don't know, it's unclear how free they will remain. But for the time being, being, they are very free and people can pretty much say whatever they want in terms of discourse and in terms of organizing online. It's sort of amazing to us here in America that the government hasn't cracked down and that things are so open. Uh, Why is that, do you think? I think that um, part of it has to You know, I can't predict for the future. Um, There's been a couple of theories. One of them is that the penetration of the Internet is not nearly as large in Russia as it is in the U.S. It's only about 50 percent penetration, and it's really focused still on uh, sort of an urban elite. And so the government may feel that the people who are online are a marginalized group or just sort of a separate group. Can you get online on your phone in Russia? Yes. Oh, yes. Mobile okay. Internet use is very, very popular. In fact, and, and you could say it's more popular than just ordinary computer Internet use. But 
the main thing is that what you have in Russia are kind of like two audiences. You have the television watchers and the Internet users. And uh, whereas in the U.S., everyone is watching TV. Also, they're getting their information from TV, but they're also getting their information from a variety of sources. The media environment in the U.S. is very rich. Whereas in Russia, what you have are people who uh, a large majority of the populace that is really only getting their information off of television, which is state controlled, and then sort of a smaller group that is also getting the information off the internet and connecting and sharing the internet. And so as that group grows, you may see more government involvement. But for the time being, that is a very vocal, very active, very engaged and elite group, but still a small group. And in addition, another theory is that the government allows the Internet to be sort of like a release valve or a pressure valve where people are able to get their frustration out online and uh, as a result may be less likely to act offline, although that hasn't really worked. (laughs) (laughs) Karina Alexanian is currently a consultant working on global social media in Silicon Valley. Karina, thank you so much. Thank you. 